Welcome back to TCOM Cool and Collected. I'm Kelly. I'm Elizabeth. Sorry for that little cough right there while you were talking. <laughs> I didn't realize you started. <laughs> um, this week we watched Life is Rough. Not rough as in R-U-O-G-R-O-U-G-H, but rough as in R-U-F-F. Like fetch with rough roughness. Yeah. <laughs> like we said, it's a dog movie. It's not. Like... Um, We said that we would list good dog movies, and I did. Yeah. (laughs) So, we have, um, on a list of dog movies that you should watch, not this one, um, Air Bud, Air Bud Golden Receiver, Air Bud World Pup, Air Bud Seventh Inning Fetch, and that's where it ends. Air Buddies can go die. I hate them. (laughs) I hate the Air Buddies. And the volleyball Air Bud movie, they replaced Andrea, so it's not as good. Um, the original cartoon versions of Lady and the Tramp at 101 Dalmatians. Uh, Because of Winn-Dixie. Top notch. Love it. Uh, Beethoven. I guess just the first one. Because there's like a million. Um, A Dog's Purpose. I sobbed during that movie. Yeah. Dennis Quaid. (laughs) Dennis Quaid. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I've never seen Marley and Me. Oh yeah, it's worth it. It's really sad, but it's worth it. Um, Homeward Bound, obviously. Yep. Um, I've also never seen Best in Show, but I've heard really good things about it. <laughs> I don't think I've seen it. It's a Christopher Guest movie with Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hara, a.k.a. Johnny and Moira Rose, so it's probably good. Probably. Um, I've also never seen Frank and Weenie, but I've also heard good things about Oliver it. Oliver and Company, also Oliver good Company. dog movie. Um, any part of the Scooby-Doo franchise. Oh my god, the live Scooby-Doo movies? <laughs> Amazing. It's not technically a real dog. <laughs> Close enough. It's, it's. Close enough, yeah. <laughs> so, there's some good dog movies for you to watch. Um, so, Life is Rough stars uh, Kyle Massey, who really didn't do anything besides being Corey in the house. Before he was in the house, he was in San Francisco as Raven's brother. I did want to say, I feel like Kyle Massey really got the short end of the stick, tier- stick here with this decom. Like, he could, there could have been a That's So Raven decom or a Corey in the house decom, and they did not do that. Yeah. Corey um, was a decent character. <laughs> Calvin yeah. in this movie is it's not. terrible. <laughs> um, he's also the brother of Michael from Zoe 101. Yeah, Kyle Massey. <laughs> Christopher Massey. Oh, that's what I meant. His yeah. name. Um, I think Kyle Massey now is, like, friends with, like, the new YouTube people, like, YouTube houses or whatever. I thought that was Rico. Is he friends with Rico in real life? I don't know. Maybe. Oh. I know I've definitely seen him, like... I don't, I don't know who these people are, but I've definitely seen him in, with people who are, like, I don't know, famous now, I guess. I don't know who they are. If they were famous in 2013, I know who they are. (laughs) Anyone on YouTube after that, I couldn't tell you. Um, we also have Kay Panabaker. Uh, we met her older sister, Danielle, in Stuck in the Suburbs. Um, she retired from acting in 2012, and last heard, she was a zookeeper at Animal Kingdom. What she's done since Disneyland has, Disney World has closed, I do not know. Um, but if it reopens and she's still there, go to Disney World in Florida to see Kay Panamaker. That's so fun. Good for her. Um, she was, we'll see her later in Read It and Weep. Uh, With both Panamaker sisters. She was, uh, Debbie Berwick in Phil of the Future. Um, she had, like, a tiny, tiny part in the Nancy Drew movie. (laughs) Um, she was in the Fame remake. I've never seen the original Fame movie, but I have seen the Fame remake. I don't think it's very good. I don't remember it very well. Um, and that's it. She was also in Seventh Heaven. She played Alice Brand. Don't know who that is. She's just one-time character, but (laughs) she was there. 
Uh, we also have Mitchell Musso, who most recently voiced Jeremy in Phineas and Ferb. Obviously, he's Oliver from Hannah Montana. Uh, we'll see him later in, D in a decom called Hatching Pete. Um, he left Hannah Montana in, like, the fourth season to star on Pair of Kings, which was on Disney XD, but uh, he got fired for getting a DUI, and that's pretty much the last we ever heard of him. <laughs> His brother was in the famous hit band Metro Station, and we saw him at an emo night. Yeah, we were, like, I feel like we told the story, I don't remember. <laughs> we were, like, 20 feet away from him on the same stage. We were behind him. Whenever they played Shake It, very fun. Yeah, I was like, Mitchell Musso's brother. <laughs> I think I would have been more impressed if Trace Cyrus was there, but mostly just because he's so fucking tall. But he also dated <laughs> Brenda Song, so that's kind of my reference, and she is very short, so it also made him look significantly taller. Yeah, I know he dated Brenda Song. I know he's the lead singer of Metro Station. He's Miley Cyrus's brother. He's tall and skinny I and has a, a lot of tattoos. I always thought that was such a fun fact. Like, Miley Cyrus and Mitchell Musso's brothers are in a band together. But they're friends. Amazing. Shake it. <laughs> Um, we also have Carter Jenkins, who I recognize as Eli Pataki from Unfabulous. Yeah. Um, a fun fact, he also later starred in Valentine's Day as the love interest of Emma Roberts. Oh. They went from enemies in Unfabulous, sort of, they went on a date once, but it didn't work out, <laughs> uh, to lovers that love, they decided not to have sex. <laughs> Spoilers. Spoiler. <laughs> in Valentine's Day. Uh, most recently, he was in some, like, shitty... Post ABC Family Freeform <laughs> show called Famous in Love with Bella Thorne. I'm pretty sure it's about like a small town girl goes to Hollywood to be an actress and falls in love with her co star. It got canceled after like two seasons, I think. Um, and then we also have Mark Christopher Lawrence, who we saw earlier in Tiger Cruise. Nice. And that's it. That's all I have for people. Yeah. Um, Rondell's mom was in a different decom. I didn't write it down. It wasn't that important. There were a lot of people who were in like other decoms as yeah, small but they played, roles. Like, side characters. I yeah, they were not very that's important. Not important. <laughs> um, okay, so this movie opens on the saddest scene I've ever seen. <laughs> I remember this as a kid. Okay, so I remember watching this movie as a kid and even then I was like fairly unimpressed with it. Like I still I've always loved dogs, but I remember this scene a lot. I remember like being in my room and watching this and being like Okay, so there's this box of free puppies in front of the pet store, right? It's literally just a box full of puppies, and you walk out of the pet store. Maybe you, like, fill out the paperwork inside. I, no, I think it's a grocery store. I think it's somebody, a grocery store? Yeah, I think somebody just left the dogs there. Okay, well, there's all these kids coming out and just like, Mom, can I have one? And then just, like, take a puppy. So there's, like... Their this... parents just automatically say yes. Their yeah. parents aren't like, oh, this is a big responsibility. None of their parents say no. It's literally, like, every person who comes out of the store takes one. Yeah, it's like kid after kid after kid. They all take what looks like these black lab puppies, and there's one golden lab. Well, there was a golden lab that first got picked, so I was like, oh, why are they, yeah, I was like, why are they acting like a golden lab is not I don't know, they so all cute. black labs, like, one by one out of the box, and the golden is the last one left. Well, yeah, and the kid who picks up, like, the last puppy, like, looks at the dog and is like, it's okay, like, you'll find a home or something. 
And so, but he doesn't. It's like hours later. It's night now, and it starts like storming outside, and he's just like sitting the in the box, like crying. He's left in the rain. <laughs> it's so sad. He like so he knocks over the box, and he like runs off, and that's just, it's so sad. That, that's the end of the scene. So we uh, we have a little transition. It says one year later, and he's a stray. He's digging through the dumpster for food. Yeah, he's like all dirty. He gets yelled at by like a restaurant worker or something who like tries to throw water on him. He finds a bone and he starts to share it with another stray. Yeah, and then animal control comes to get him. There's this whole scene of, like, animal control trying to get him. He, like, runs through, like, a farmer's market or something. And they and he's, literally, like, knocking like, everything over. They're, and, like, calling for backup. And they're, like, dispatching all animal control. But I don't think it works like that. Is animal control real? Like, I feel like it's such a big thing in movies. And I have never. Well, it definitely, they definitely don't have a backup that they come to, like, help catch a stray dog. Well, and also, like, you don't, like, they don't just, like, patrol the street looking for stray dogs. I don't right. think. I've never seen that. Right. So this dog runs through the farmer's market that's literally just, like, on the corner of a suburb. Well, yeah. <laughs> there's, like, so there's, like, food and all that stuff, but there's also, like, craft booths it's and stuff just, like, like that. It's just, like, in someone's yard on the corner. <laughs> yeah. And he's, like, knocking things over. Everyone's like, oh, my God, get the dog. Everyone's he, like, ew, look at the dog. Mom. He, he ends up running through this, like, costume shelf thing. So he has a tutu and, like, clothes on. And eventually, all of the, like, the people run into stuff, and they finally catch him, and they put him in the back Everyone's of, like... Everyone's just disgusted with this dog. Yeah, they put him in the back of the animal control uh, truck, or, yeah, car, and that's it. So then we cut to, um, Calvin grabs his skateboard from his closet. He looks at his wall of framed comic books. There's two frames empty, and he says, only two more issues to go. His entire room is filled with what we learn to be Gotham Man paraphernalia. Like, it's literally covered. Like, there's not one, like, inch of wall that's not covered with Gotham Man. Yeah, and so you might assume, hmm, a kid who's, like, into comic books in the early 2000s, he's probably gets made fun of. No, we find out that he does not. He's, like, literally the most popular kid in school, but only because he can, like, get people stuff that they want. Yeah. No one really likes him for being him. Yeah, so he goes downstairs, and his parents are there to, like, have breakfast with him and, like, ask him how his day is, but he just grabs a banana and starts yeah, to leave. Yeah, they have, like, three plates of breakfast set out. There's, like, toast, eggs, and bacon, and then he just grabs a banana and leaves. Well, and Dad's like, hey, it's trash day. Like, make sure you take out the trash. And Calvin's like, I have it handled. So he goes outside, and we see these two guys who are, like, his friends, who are, like, bringing up, like, a trash and recycling bin or something. And they're like, hey, dude, thanks for the concert tickets. That was so sick. And he's like, yeah, dudes, whatever like make sure you bring in the trash and the lawn clippings yeah dad walks outside like holding the trash bag like i but take the trash out but then he sees like the two boys and they're like hey mr i don't forget what his last name is coolidge or something i think it's wheeler oh yeah i was (laughs) the president (laughs) (laughs) and so um dad is disappointed because he's like what the fuck man uh so calvin i have c i keep wanting to say Corey. Calvin skates to school to meet to meet up with his best friend Fig. Well, yeah, he calls him and he's like, "Hey, I'm running late. We'll have to readjust my schedule." So whenever yeah. he gets to school, and school makes your schedule for you. I do, whatever. Well, the other things he has to do. Yeah. So Fig is like going through. Fig his, is Mitchell Musso. Yeah, 
going through his, like, phone, like, telling him his schedule. He's like, oh, you have a test in fifth period, and you're uh, gonna have to do this after school, and you still need a date for the spring dance. And your report card comes home today, so make sure you pay attention to that. Yeah, so... Fig has scheduled interviews to interview girls to be Calvin's date to the spring dance at lunchtime. There's um, literally, like, a whole, like, long table of girls sitting there waiting to be interviewed by Calvin to go to the dance with him. Yeah, Calvin's, like, walking through the hallways and everyone greets him, like, hey, Calvin, he's very popular. Um, so, yeah, at lunch the girls all line up. Uh, Calvin asks the first girl, she's like, oh, I'm really fun and I look great in spring colors. And he's like, okay, I got one question for you. What is the name of Gotham Man's arch enemy? Her name's Julie, and she doesn't know. Um, Kay Panabaker is, like, walking by and watches this and, like, rolls her eyes at everything that's going on. Her name is Emily in the movie. Yeah, she begins to pass out flyers to support the animal shelter to all the girls in line. Um, Calvin asks to take a flyer from Emily, but he uses it to write down the comics for Fig to buy for him after school. Um, Emily is disappointed, and then she's like, oh, by the way, it's a trick question. Gotham Man's arch enemy has no name. And Fig and Calvin are like, oh my god, a girl knows that? <sighs> Insane. So, after school at the shelter that Emily works at, um, she's telling her boss that she needs more time to find Tycho a home. Tycho is a terrible name. I, it's it just reminds me of like roller coaster tycoon. tycoon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what Tycho is. Tycho is the dog that we've been following since the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Also, so we mentioned that he, like he looked like just like a small like yellow lab puppy. He is not. He is very large. He's very large. I don't He's know what kind of like dog he is. A mix of something. Yeah. He looks like a lab, but just like much bigger. Like in the shape of like a Saint Bernard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. So the employees like there's just no more room for him. And he's also like, you know what I told you about naming the dogs? Like, don't get attached yeah. to them. And Emily's like, no, like, I've been training him, and I taught him a trick. But then Tycho bites the shirt of the employee. And then the employee tells her, like, you have to learn that we can't save them all. Does that mean they're going to euthanize him? I don't know. I mean, shelters have to, like, do stuff like that sometimes, yeah. I think. Which is obviously very sad. Yeah, but I don't know why Tycho is the only one that has to get euthanized. <laughs> I guess because he's, like, so big that they think he probably wouldn't get a home. And he bites people's shirts. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a shirt. <laughs> it could have been easily his skin. <laughs> uh, Emily, yeah, the employee leaves and Emily's like, don't worry, Tycho, we'll find you a home. So, yeah. Yeah, so go ahead. <laughs> uh, at the comic book store, Calvin is saying that it's his dream to get Gotham Man number one, uh, the first edition. And uh, as he says this, a car pulls up in front of the store, and it's these, like, jocks, and they're like, hey, we need to talk to Calvin. Uh, so we find out the main jock's name is Rondell, and they go to his mom's salon. They couldn't just talk to him, like, outside. It's literally a two-minute conversation. Yeah. They take him to his mom's barbershop. Yeah, so they go to his mom's salon, and they're like, hey, so the big game is tomorrow, or is tonight, and we need to win. But we're playing Le Westlake, and they stole our playbook, so they're going to know everything. What are we going to do? And so Calvin is like, well... I think I have a plan. And he just, like, gets up to go leave. And they're like, okay, what do we owe you? And he's like, what do you mean? You think I wouldn't just do this for school spirit? And they're like, no, we fucking know you. You always have to get something out of it. And then he just leaves. So then they go back to the comic book store. Yeah, well, and as he's talking, so things like, Calvin, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you just promised to get them, like, to fix this, <laughs> and it's tonight. But he references one of the comic books. He's like, remember edition blah 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 blah, where they do this? And Fig's like, 
like, oh, yeah, totally. So they're going to trade. He's like, I know the equipment manager from Westlake, and I bet that he has the playbook. So we're going to do a trade for some reason. Yeah, so later that night, um, Simon, the other team's equipment manager, is sitting by himself at a pizza place, and this cell phone rings from inside the now. It, like, lights center. up, too. Yeah. It, like... <laughs> So he picks up, and it's Calvin calling. Calvin is, like, outside watching, but Simon doesn't see him. So Calvin's just like, did you bring it? And then we immediately cut to, like, the basketball game, like, pregame warm-up. Um, in order to for, like, a pregame pep rally, Preston and his show dog, Jacques, will perform a routine before the game. No one is impressed by this, but Preston somehow thinks that they are. Yeah, so then we cut back to the pizza place. Simon pulls out his team's playbook from his backpack, and Calvin's like, go put it in the newspaper rack. So Simon's like, well, wait, like, what did you promise me? Like, he promised me something high-tech. And Calvin's like, man, it's the cell phone. This doesn't come out for another month in America. How he got access to the cell phone? Is he telling the truth? We don't know. Yeah, we don't know how he started to, like, do all these favors for people. How does he always, like, find a way to do that? He's... They're literally in middle school. We find out that they are in junior high school. Yeah. What? How? Yeah, I don't know how we got this cell phone. Um, so Calvin hangs up while Simon's still talking to him. He, like, sneakily, like, opens the front door to the pizza place and, like, grabs the playbook from the newspaper rack. And he and starts he, skateboarding back to the game. Yeah, so Preston and Jacques end their performance, um, and the cheerleaders in the band begin to perform, and that's when everyone starts to get up. Like, yeah, yeah, go team. Preston's like, oh, this is this was us. We rallied this team together, and now everyone's so excited. Yeah, but it's obviously not him. Um, the basketball team is like on the court before the game, and they call Fig out to the court to ask where's Calvin. Um, but then we immediately cut to the whole team in the hallway. Well, they're very stressed because they're like about to like go out for the game. Yeah, to and they're start. Like, Fig, we're gonna take it out on you if Calvin doesn't show up. Yeah, and so Calvin shows up in the nick of time, and he and hands them- they're like, cut to- I don't know why they're back in the hallway. Yeah, he hands them the playbook, and he's like, here you go, like, this should even it up. I- they- do they have time to even, like, look it over and, like- Well, they literally run out onto the court with the playbook in their hands! Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Anyway, <laughs> for the playbook, they give Calvin issue number two of Gotham Man. And he says, I'm only missing number one now. Yeah, so the game plays, uh, the team wins, and afterwards, whenever they're, like, holding the trophy and everyone's surrounding them, Rondell is like, oh, we couldn't have done this without someone, like, very special to, like, they really helped us through the season, and Preston's like, oh, it's me and my show dog for pumping everyone up, yeah. but it's Calvin because he cheated and stole her playbook. Yeah. Um, so we cut to Calvin's house. His parents are sitting in the living room, very angry, and they're like, hey, we saw your report card. And he's like, what? Like, it can't be that bad. I'm passing every class. And mom's like, okay, you're barely passing every class. You're only doing enough to get by. And dad says that, like, the whole problem is it's not just in school, that he's doing this in all of his life. Like, whenever he asked him to take out the trash, he asked him to do it, not to, like, get other people to do it. He says that he, um... Yes, he shouldn't stopped. take the shortcut yeah. to do everything because he's not going to reach his full potential. So Calvin just, like, goes to his room. I guess there's, like, no consequences for what <laughs> yes. happens. So in his room, he hangs up his, like, number two uh, comic book, and he says he just has one more left. So the next day at school, Fig comes up to Calvin, and so Fig has asthma. This becomes a plot point later. <laughs> it's really... Yeah, so he has asthma. He's, like, running over, and he's like... <gasps> He takes his inhaler and he's like, we need to go to the comic book store now. So, Even though it seems like he just arrived at school. 
Yeah, that doesn't make sense either. So they leave school and go to the comic book store, and there in the case they see edition one of Gotham Man. And so Calvin is like, oh my god, this is amazing. Like, there's only eight known copies in the world. But Fig is like, look at the price, and it's $3,000. I feel like it'd be a lot more expensive. (laughs) I have no idea how comic books work. But Um, (laughs) they go back to school, and they're just at lunch now. Fig tells Calvin that his current (laughs) net worth is $144.63. That wouldn't be true, because he has all these limited edition comic books. Like, net worth is, like, your assets and your liabilities. Your assets... Well, I guess he's not including those because he's not going to sell those to get the first one. Yes. Um, he needs to raise almost three. Well, yeah, they do the math. They're yeah. like, how much will we need? They and need to raise $3,000, like, obviously. of Fig punching the numbers into the calculator. <laughs> yeah, it's just a little under 3000 but he's like, that's not including tax. So, like, it's just it's just 3000 Like, you only have $144. <laughs> it's so stupid. Yeah, so Fig is like, this is impossible. But then Calvin's like, what do I tell you about impossible? So Fig stands up on his chair in the lunchroom and says, expect the impossible. Which I guess is Gotham Man's catchphrase. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's just a weird thing. Is Gotham not trademarked? Yeah, I was wondering about that. I guess it's just supposed to be like Batman, but not. Hey, there's no reference to like bats or like darkness. Yeah, but Gotham. Yeah, I feel like that would be trademarked. I don't know how they. I guess it's not. <laughs> yeah, I mean they used it, so. Um. um yeah. So. Uh, after that, Calvin is skateboarding past Preston's like rich and fancy house. Um, Preston is, like, telling these, uh... Like, workers. Like, workers to install this fountain. I don't know why he's in charge. Install this, like, fountain in his front yard. Um, as Calvin is skating by, Jacques runs out of Preston's arms and, like, basically knocks Calvin off of his skateboard. Uh, the fountain installers just, like, stand there watching. (laughs) And Preston immediately yells at Calvin for hurting Jacques. Uh, Cal- yeah, he j- literally just, like, attacks Calvin's shoes for no reason, <laughs> and Calvin's like, what the fuck, your dog attacked me, but Preston says that Jacques is an award-winning purebred. Yeah, well, and- Calvin calls Jacques, he's like, that rat attacked me, Cal- uh, Jacques is a, like, Russell Terrier. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> Calvin says, congrats, if I decide to give a flying whoop, I'll let you know. <laughs> And he starts yeah. to, like, get up and leave. I just thought the flying whoop was very funny. Yeah, and then Preston's like, um, first place in the upcoming dog show that we've won twice now is $5,000. And Calvin's like, whoa, wait a minute. That's how I'm gonna get my money for the comic book. Yeah, so a we dog learned, show. We learned that the dog show is in two weeks, so. And in order to get invited, oh wait, this is. Yeah, so this. he gets, he catches up with Fig, and Fig is reading him the rule book for the dog show. Um, and they say that to be in the finals, they have to win first place at a regular season event. There's only one regular season event left, and it's the next week. Um, and then if he gets to the finals, Calvin's like, oh, I could do that, but. Uh, if he gets to the finals, finals are a 90-second routine of the dog and owner showing off whatever they can do to the judges, trying to impress them. And Fig's like, okay, maybe you could do this, but you need a dog to compete. I feel like it'd be so much easier just to, like, cut people's grass. (laughs) I don't know. Calvin is all about the shortcuts, remember? He's like, $5,000, sign me up. I guess. I know my sister got paid, like, bank for babysitting, like, Calvin... (laughs) I would not trust Calvin with my child. <laughs> uh, so I don't have a child, by the way. <laughs> yeah, so Calvin and 
fig. Are they go to a dog store for first. Pure, yeah, for purebred dogs. And they're like, those are too expensive. Obviously. Like, why yeah. would you do that? So then they, Calvin goes to Emily's animal shelter. And Calvin walks in. And he's just like, okay, I'm going to adopt a dog. And Emily is skeptical. She's like, Calvin, I've known you since first grade. Like, you don't do anything unless you're in it. Unless it's like, there's something in it for you. And you literally told me you hate dogs. Um, so Calvin tries to convince her. He's like, uh, he's like, well, I thought getting a dog would help me be a better person. Like you said, I have all these flaws. And then Emily, like, feels bad. And she's like. Well, he's trying to, like, make her. Yeah. Like, chase like, after him. Her. Yeah. So he, like, goes to leave. And she's like, okay, wait, I have a dog that you can adopt. So she's like, there's only one dog available. And she goes to Tycho's cage. And she shows him to Calvin. Yeah. So Tycho, like, stands up on his hind legs and licks Calvin's face. He's literally, like, the same size as Calvin. <laughs> Um, Tycho bites his shirt, and Emily says, like, oh, Tycho is the only dog available. So, they start filling out paperwork as Calvin is stapling his shirt back together. Yeah, and Emily makes him promise not to buy any Royal Hound products because they're, they support the dog shows, which are exploitative, and she hates to see it. And Calvin's just like, oh yeah, sure, I wouldn't do that, that's not why I'm getting a dog. Okay, I looked up, like, why people really don't like, support dog shows. I was like, well, if they're just, like, I don't know, grooming them, Mm -hmm. I don't see a problem. I mean, like, PETA has problems with the grooming side. Like, I looked up at an article, and it was like, look at how they're yanking their fur with the brush. And I'm like, I yank my own hair harder than that. (laughs) Yeah. But there is a problem because they... Uh, dog shows are only for purebred dogs only. Well, yeah, that's the one thing about this. Like, this dog is obviously not a purebred. Yeah, so I don't know how he'd even be let in Exactly. But, yeah, there's a... (laughs) Buddy is Buddy agrees. He said, I am not a purebred and I deserve love and respect too. It's true. Yeah, so there's criticism with breeding because, like, breeders will, like, do certain, like, and I mean, I don't know if breeding is ethical to begin with. I really don't know. But then Mm -hmm. there's also tail docking, which is, like, literally, like, cutting off their tail to, like, a stub. Yeah. And that's not good. (laughs) Yeah. We watch the dog show. I don't watch it. Like, I don't like it's it. Just I just like to see the dogs. Yeah. Shout out to Claire. She Claire won, won. Oh my god, she was the under... Uh, I I did not expect it. She was really the underdog, but she came and she won. Love it for her. Not that we support it, but we love Claire. <laughs> yeah, no, I wouldn't, like, do that to my dogs, obviously, but I just like seeing all of the dogs, because I love dogs. Yeah, it's so. just a, a dog fashion. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, so Emily is like, okay, one final step. Here is the form for your parents to sign. Because Calvin cannot just come in here and adopt a dog. Yeah, at 14 years old. (laughs) I was going to say, actually, I didn't remember it in the beginning. Yeah. Like, I remembered it, like, once we saw it. And I was like, he can't just adopt a dog by himself. Yeah. So he takes the paper home, and he finds a sneaky way to give it to Mom. So Mom has to sign his report card. So he puts this paper underneath, and he's like, okay, Mom, I just need you to sign this. And Mom's, like, busy. She's, like, on her way to work or something or going to bed, something like that. So uh, he's like, oh, I just need you to sign here and here. And so... This made me think of all the times I forged my parents' signature. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't, like, anything, like, important, like a like field trip thing. But, like, I remember there was, like, one time where, like, every single night we had to get our parents to sign our, our assignment notebooks to like make sure we did our homework that was listed there and like sometimes I just forgot because it was every single fucking night and my parents had the same initials so it was really easy that's so excessive I know I mean yeah it wasn't like anything like important or like legal it was just like stupid shit that I would like forget yeah we had to have our parents sign every Friday just to like make sure we were writing our assignments down but like mm-hmm. that was it it wasn't every night that's a lot well and then I mentioned it one time to my mom and she was like you did what and I was like 
nothing. <laughs> but then in high, whenever my brother was in high school, my parents were out of town, and my brother, like, called my mom. She's, he was like, you have to, like, sign something. And my mom was like, just get Elizabeth to forge it. <laughs> yeah. So she fucking knew. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so he, he tricks mom into signing the paper. Um, so, uh, so back at the shelter, Emily and Calvin are finalizing the paperwork. Um, Calvin is, like, immediately very hostile towards Tycho. Because well, he's, like, he is, like, very, like, energetic and large. Yeah, um, but, well, whenever he gives him, gives Emily the paper, she gives him his number and, like, call if you have any questions. I'm going to come by to do, like, a house check and interview just to make sure you're fit as an owner. And so then he, like, goes to leave, and Calvin immediately wants an untrained Tycho to pull him on his skateboard. Uh, So Tycho, like, tries to stand on the skateboard with him, but Calvin's like, no, you're going to pull me on the skateboard. So um, after that, like, Calvin gets on the skateboard, kind of, and Tycho sees this other dog in the park. So he starts, like, running towards him, like, pulling Calvin along the entire time. There's this whole, like, chase scene. Giant thing of, like, Tycho pulling Calvin on the skateboard. But then, like, Calvin lets go, and Tycho's just running, but Calvin's still on the skateboard. And then Tycho just, like, sits in the skate park while, and watches Calvin. Yeah, so they they end up in the skate park at one second. So Calvin just, like, leaves him there, and he's like, just stay there. I'm gonna skate for a quick sec. (laughs) And then whenever he looks over, Tycho is, like, gone. So he goes. He's like, I'm not gonna fucking sit here and watch you. (laughs) Yeah, so he goes to get Tycho again, and then, uh, they get out of the skate park. They. Tycho starts, like, running up and then down this hill, and Calvin's, like, screaming the whole time because there's a lake at the end. Yeah. And, uh,. Tycho ends up, like, pulling him towards the lake, and Calvin falls in, but Tycho does not. And, uh, Calvin's just, like, very mad, because he's all wet, and this happened. Yeah, so then Calvin tries to get Fig to let Tycho stay with him, and Fig starts to protest, but Calvin just, like, leaves him with the dog. Well, yeah, he's like, he can't stay with me, because my parents would know, and it's only a couple weeks, it'll be fine. Yeah, so Calvin just, like, fucking leaves, but later that night, Fig knocks on Calvin's bedroom window with Tycho, and he's like, um, here is my rental agreement. The, like, weight limit for pets is seven pounds. I'm not gonna get evicted over this, Calvin. Yeah, so they push Tycho through Calvin's window, and Calvin takes residence on Calvin's- or Tycho takes residence on Calvin's bed. Um, he begins to bark, so Calvin's, like, trying to, like, shush him and, like, get him to the ground. So Calvin gets Tycho on the ground, and he goes to bed, but Tycho immediately gets back up on bed. My dog sleeps on my bed, too. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and Tycho ends up falling asleep cuddling Calvin. Yeah, he's, like, right on top of him, and Calvin is, like, awake the entire time and, like, can't sleep. It's so cute. He's got a little paw, like, (laughs) under his head and, like, the other paw above it. And Calvin is a monster and is not charmed by this dog. Yeah, he's not like, oh my god. (laughs) No. I try to cuddle my dog, but he won't let me. (laughs) Yeah, so the next morning, Calvin did not get a lot of sleep because he was sharing his dog with this his bed. his bed with this dog and his parents are like oh i heard you snoring last night like are you getting sick and he's like oh yeah that's it i'm getting sick uh, uh and his mom is also like also you're a growing boy and you need to shower every day you stink oh yeah <laughs> um so outside fig tells calvin that the obstacle course is the last competition that they'll have to win first at preston walks by and asks uh what Oh, so they're at, like, a park or something, and Tycho's with them. He asks what Tycho is, just, like, what is that? Everyone in this movie did, sorry, did the, (laughs) I don't know if that was in the headphones or just me yelling, I don't know. Anyway, everyone in this movie is so mean towards Tycho, just because he's big. Just because he's a big dog. He's a big boy. Who cares? Big dogs are the best. 
They're so sweet. They're so cute. They're like the same size as you. Yeah, and so for the first time, Calvin kind of sticks up for him, and he's like, oh, this is my dog, and we're going to beat you in the competition. And yeah, Preston and- just, like, laughs, and he's like, you should drop out now and not, like... Dog shows are out of your league. Yeah. You may be popular in school, but this is my thing. Yeah, so he, like, slightly pushes Calvin, not in, like, an aggressive way, but more in, like, a bump kind of way. But Tycho sees this, and he does not like it. So Tycho starts... Walking around uh, Preston, he's, like, wrapping his leash around him so that Preston gets uh, tangled up in it. And then uh, somehow the dogs start running and everyone gets dragged through the mud. Well, like, Preston is just, like, holding on. He's, like, tangled in the leash. He's getting dragged through the mud. And then Fig and Calvin try to chase them, but they keep falling in the mud as well. I think it's supposed to be funny. But again, we've talked about this. Chase (laughs) scenes are not funny. They're not funny when they include dogs. They're not funny when they don't include dogs. They're just not funny. Like, dog... Physical comedy can be funny. This is just not funny. But not funny. dogs. Like... Well, and just, like, somebody falling through the mud is not really that funny. Yeah, like, all these, like, cliche, like, dog disaster scenes. I hate them. Yeah, they're not funny. Um, so, back at home, Calvin and Fig are cleaning themselves. Yeah, they're all, like, covered in mud. Yeah, the Tycho with the hose. Um, Mom comes home early, so they all hide in this hot tub that magically appears in the backyard that was definitely not there. And we don't see ever before again. Before or after this scene. Uh, then the mom is just like, oh, you guys are in the hot tub? And they're like, yeah, in, like, have this, a good day. And like fucking March or April. <laughs> yeah, and so as mom like goes inside, Tycho like pops his head out. I was like, did they shove him under the water of the hot tub? I don't think I don't a hot think, tub is good for dogs. I don't think the water's on. I don't know. You didn't see the inside. I guess not. But still, I don't think that would be good for Tycho. Um, so later at night, Calvin is wearing noise-canceling headphones to sleep with Tycho asleep next to him. Um, so the next day before school, Calvin leaves Tycho in the backyard. Um, and he He gives him a bowl, but he doesn't put any, like, food or water in it. (laughs) Yeah, so naturally, Tycho, well, he goes into the house, like, through this plastic door like, there's no door. It's just, like, a plastic screen. They don't explain it, but he didn't, like, tie him, like, he didn't, like, put him on a leash or anything. He literally just, like, put him in the backyard and thought he would just stay there. Yeah, so Tycho gets into the kitchen and he makes a mess with all the food. Uh, Calvin comes back home to a destroyed kitchen right as mom and dad are coming home with groceries. So Calvin covers Tycho on the couch with a blanket as mom and dad walk in, it is very obvious that there is an alive thing under that blanket. Well, yeah, because mom and dad immediately are like, what the fuck happened to the house? Like, what what's going on? And they're like, stop, stop moving around because Calvin's trying to, like, hide that there's a dog there. But he's yeah. like, oh, um, it was me. And he, like, runs into the kitchen and, like, tries to get his parents to follow him. He's like, I had some friends over and um, we just got a little messy. But he goes to, like, grab a broom and he's like, but I- I'm going to clean it up. And, like, this is my fault. I take responsibility. And so... At first, mom is really mad, but dad is like, Calvin has never taken responsibility and, like, owned up to something he's done in his life. Like, I guess we should just let him do this and clean it up. So they don't yell at him. They just, like, let him clean it up. So like, they go, like, upstairs. I am not a parent. They go upstairs. <laughs> but there is a reason Calvin gets away with everything. They go upstairs to their room and Calvin puts 
Tycho into his room. This is, like, long. He's, like, you can tell he's tired and, like, messy from, like, cleaning the kitchen. Well, yeah, he puts Tycho in his room. He cleans the kitchen. He comes back inside, and Tycho is on his bed chewing up his shoes, which gets Calvin all angry, and he's, and like... his homework. Yeah. And he's, like, oh, my God, they're not gonna believe this, and he's, like, I need to take you back to the pound. I can't deal with this anymore. Yeah, Mom knocks on the door, and she's, like, who are you talking to? And Calvin's, like, I'm just doing my meditation! Oh! <laughs> yeah, and then Mom just leaves. Like, that's normal. Yeah, so the next morning, uh, before school, Calvin ties Tycho to this, like, tiny Christmas tree. Well, yeah, but he also says, I'm returning you after school. Like, I'm done with you. Um, yeah, he's like, I don't care about the dog show anymore. So, uh, he walks out from the backyard. He closes the gate. Fig is there waiting so they can go to school together. And Calvin tells Fig that Tycho is going back. Um, but then we see that the guys who did the trash earlier in the movie are sitting in the front yard. And they tell Calvin that they have to beat him up. They got paid to beat him up, so they got to. Yeah, and Calvin's like, well, that. who paid you off? And he's like, Preston. And he's like, uh, well, he said that they were trying to, like, get him to drop out of the dog show, trying to intimidate him. And Calvin's like, well, I'm returning the dog, and I'm dropping out of the show, so you don't have to beat me up. And they're like, well, they paid us, so we do have to beat you up. <laughs> yeah, Calvin tells Fig to leave, so he runs away. And, like, during all this, Tycho is, like, barking in the backyard. Because um, he senses something is wrong with his owner, who he loves. <laughs> yeah. So, like, right before they're about to pound on Calvin, Tygo bursts through the fence, dragging the tree behind him, knocking both of the boys over. Um, and Calvin is just so happy. He's elated. He's like, oh my god, Tycho, you saved me. And he has a change in heart about taking him back to the pound. Yeah. Um, so later on, the parents watch are watching Calvin painting a gate that Calvin, uh, that Tycho had burst through, but, like, if you watch, like, his paintbrush and the way that the gate, I say in air quotes, moves, it's literally just, like, a sheet that's made to look like wood. It's yeah. very obvious. Yeah, but they're, they're like, wow, he's doing all of this housework unprompted? Like, he's taking responsibility? I don't know what's going on with him, but this is a good thing. Yeah, so later at night, Calvin calls Emily asking for help, just, like, getting Tycho. Tycho under control. yeah. So, the next scene, we cut to a park, and Calvin is just keeps yelling at Tycho to do things that he's, like, never tried to teach him how to do. He's like, sit, stay, lay down, why don't you know anything? And so Emily comes up, and she's like, you can't just yell at a dog and expect it to know what to do. You That's have to, like, reward him and, like, teach him how to, like, do things. That's literally me with my dog. I'm paying a lot of money for a trainer, but I'm also like, why would you just do this? <laughs> yeah, and so Emily's like, you need to, like, reward him and give him treats and give him love love and affection so he trusts you and will like do these things so we have like a little montage of them training him and rewarding Having him fun um calvin and begins to bond with tycho and emily yeah so calvin emily and tycho's there too they're like sitting at this outside place eating and food they let tycho in he's such a good boy <laughs> like my dog would be all over everyone <laughs> well yeah but calvin asked emily how she knew about that uh, Gotham man question. And he says, he says, do you read the, well, no, she says, she I says, read the comics. Yeah. And then he says, do you read them or do you just skim them sometimes? Bitch! Yeah. Why would she lie? Well, and then Emily's like, okay, test me, which I would not even let him do that. I'd be like, fuck you for I not believing. I would literally like, get up and like throw water in his face. Yeah, and so Calvin starts asking her, like, questions, and they're, like, trick questions. She's like, what's up with that? And she, like, <laughs> knows all the answers, references them. And she's like, why do you keep asking trick questions? Aren't you ever just real and upfront with someone? And Calvin says, no. 
and then the scene ends. So, yeah. <laughs> skateboarding home, um, Calvin tells Fig, they're skateboarding together, that Emily was amazing with Tycho, and he now thinks they have a chance at the agility competition. They never <laughs> practice anything with the agility competition. Well, I, we'll has get he to never we'll, seen a fucking dog show? We'll I guess, get to the competition. I guess Nintendo Dogs was not out at the time, so. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so when they get home, they see that mom is home early. They go to the back door, and mom walks out with like a broom, and she's like, Stay outside. There's a bear in the house. Anyone I'm- who would see this dog would know it's a dog. I think she's just, like, being dramatic, but she's like, I'm gonna call 911, and Calvin's like, no, don't do that, like, it's my dog. Uh, so, later on, we just cut to a scene of, like, mom and dad in their room fighting about the dog. Yeah, um, mom is like, no, like, that dog has to go back, but dad is like, hey, listen, like, there is no shortcuts in taking care of this dog, and, like, look what he's done, like, for the past few weeks, like, just on his own without us telling him to do anything. Um, so, the parents walk into Calvin's room. And they say, you can keep Tycho, but he's still grounded for tricking mom into signing the adoption papers, which we never see. Well, and the grounding (laughs) is just taking away his cell phone and TV privileges. So I guess he can still, like, go places and do things. Which I, you can do other things at home. It's it's not a good enough punishment, in my opinion. That's not what, like, being grounded is. Right. (laughs) So then we have- Calvin is very, very happy that that he can keep Tycho. Yeah. So we we see that he's starting to actually care about the dog and not just, like, what the dog can give him. We see a montage of Calvin, like, taking care of Tycho, like, feeding him, cleaning up after him. Um, It's pretty short. But then that night, it storms, and Tycho has, like, a flashback to to being a puppy and being alone in the storm and so he's like whining like in his sleep and uh calvin like rolls over and he's like it's okay like i'm here oh my god and then taiko just goes back to sleep oh taiko <laughs> my dog well one of my like my parents dogs i guess is terrified of storms like so like sad she goes and like hides in the closet and she like Aww. won't let anybody like buy her she's so scared so the only thing my dog is scared of is plastic bags <laughs> yeah it's weird i don't know why <laughs> He, he does not like when we have to put a new trash bag in. You have to, like, air it out. That's the only time he shows, like, fear and cowering. Like, other times when he just, like, doesn't want anything to happen, whole like, growl and bark or whatever. But, yeah, plastic bags, man. I don't know. I don't know what his deal <laughs> is. Uh, yeah, so Calvin comforts Tycho, and that's the end of that. Uh, so it's the day of the first competition, uh, or, like, the competition that they need to be in to get an invite. Uh, Preston and Jacques arrive on the red carpet. Yeah, so we have these, like, announcers, like, talking about the dog show. We see them a lot. It's supposed to be, like, funny, maybe, but it's not. It's just, like, stupid. And yeah, they're like, Preston, oh, here's Preston and, and Jacques. Already, and uh, like, won a competition, so he already has an invite to the finals and he doesn't have to be here he's just like i'm just here to scum about the competition well yeah and they ask him like why he's there and he's like well if i win first place then another person doesn't get to go to the competition so yeah so calvin and fig are watching this like entrance off to the side while tycho is rolling in the dirt um and calvin's like oh i gotta make an entrance too so there's this car that's like driving like sort of past the red carpet and fig like stops him it's like a big suv so i guess it's like kind of nice 
Yeah, and so Calvin and Tycho, like, open the door to the back seat and then, like, crawl out the other side in front of the red carpet. Yeah, to, like, to make, make it look entrance. like they were, like, dro- being dropped off. And even, like, the announcers are like, what is that? Is that a dog? Yeah, so they, like, sneak through, and as they're, like, on the red carpet, they can hear Emily, like, protesting, and she's like, boycott! Boycott dog show! Yeah, and so they hear her, and they, like, start crawling on the ground to go inside so she doesn't see them. So they walk into the arena, and they get their first glimpse into the world of dog shows. Um, Calvin notes that everyone, uh, like, looks like their dogs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and they're all, like, grooming and stuff like that. Yeah, so Calvin goes to sign in for the competition, but Preston comes over, and he's like, Tycho does not meet the presentation requirements of this competition. He's dirty from rolling around outside. And so the woman, like, who's a part of the competition agrees, and he says, she says that they have an hour to get the judge's approval to be able to compete in the competition. Here's your grooming stall. So Fig and uh, Tycho and Calvin go to the grooming stall, but they see, like, all of the other people grooming their dogs, and they have, like, these teams of people. They're, like, brushing their hair and blow-drying them and doing all this stuff, and they're like, this is impossible. We're not going to be able to do it. But then Calvin's like, nothing's impossible. I have an idea. So he calls Rondell because his mom is a hairstylist for humans, but his mom and the whole basketball team show up. And, and they like, help. her employees. Yeah. So they help Calvin for some reason, even though Calvin's a horrible person, just because he helped them win the basketball game, I guess, even though they gave him a very rare comic book as a reward. Yeah, so Preston and Calvin go to compete side by side in one agility obstacle course. It makes no sense Yeah, and we whatsoever. don't. And we don't see any of the other, like competition like no one else is apparently good at all i guess they've all already competed and for some reason like, even when calvin like, a first time contestant is going up against like the champion yeah but like it's on like the same course like there's no possible way that they can like do these things at the same time like when you have an obstacle course you have like two separate lanes so you can like get ahead of each other like it doesn't make any sense yeah it doesn't so the announcers applaud um rondell's mom and she starts, like, they're, like, in the stand. She starts, like, giving out her business cards. And she, like, taps this woman in front of her with, like, really bad hair. And she's like, honey, you need to come see me. You need to see me. <laughs> um, so they start the competition. And Calvin just watches as Preston starts going. Well, yeah, I thought it was, like, maybe staggered. Like, because that would, like, maybe make sense. It's but not. Yeah, it's not. Because he watches Preston for a little bit. And then him and Tycho just start doing it. But so, like, Tycho is not trained, so he just knocks everything over. Yeah, it, it makes absolutely no sense. Um, yeah, and Calvin is holding onto his leash the whole time, which I'm pretty sure you don't do. I have no idea. Preston is, like, using, like, treats to, like, lure Jock through. Also, like, if he, like, went through, like, the, um, like, back and forth between the bars, his leash would get, like, all messed up. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And, like, same with, like, the tunnel. Like, Calvin's not going to crawl through the tunnel with him. It doesn't, I don't know. I don't know. Nothing makes sense, um... Basically, like, obviously Jacques has the lead. He's, like, doing everything properly. Calvin is not. He's just, like, knocking everything over. But by doing that, he's, like, gaining speed, I guess. <laughs> so, yeah. So it's, like, a competition, like, a race. It ma- it's, makes no sense. This is not how dog competitions work. At least not or in, any in Nintendogs. Or any competition. It doesn't make sense. Um, um yeah, there's, so like, Jacques- whole- 
Yeah. Jacques goes to, like, the swimming part, and he's in, like, this inflatable pool, but Tycho goes over and bites it, which causes the inflatable pool to leak, which causes Jacques to run to Preston so that Tycho takes the lead. Jacques is now distracted, and he and Tycho are, like, chewing on the decorative plants and, like, play fighting. Um, Tycho gets loose, and Preston loses control of Jacques, um, but once Preston gets him back, he starts, like, carrying Jacques, like, through the course as, uh, Calvin and Tycho, uh, like, continue on. It's like they, like, the announcers, like, call a penalty for, like, Preston carrying him, but they're not, like, oh, Tycho literally knocked over everything and bit the inflatable pool open. Well, yeah, they don't announce that, but Tycho, uh, gets like finishes first and they're like we're gonna calculate his penalties for knocking over literally everything for not doing a single thing right 30 seconds of penalties yeah and somehow that is worse than picking up your dog it makes no sense they would both get disqualified yeah so Tycho gets to go to the dog finals even though he sucks and he's not a purebred so he wouldn't have even been allowed in the competition and he didn't do anything right yeah yeah i mean he did it right in my heart (laughs) Yeah, Preston is pissed because he's like, Calvin and Tycho are going to be at the dog finals and they don't belong there. Um, After it, Calvin's getting interviewed by, like, reporters and they're like, they're saying that Tycho's nickname is Tycho the Terrible. What do you think about that? And Calvin's like, well, if the shoe fits, like, this competition just happened today. How would he already have a nickname? Um, so at school, Fig is, like, piling both his and Calvin's stuff into his locker, which is next to Emily's. Um, and Calvin just, like, throws another thing on top of him. And just, like, walks away. Yeah, so Emily, like, turns to Fig, and she's basically like, what is your deal? Like, why are you literally Calvin's slave instead of his friend? So Fig starts telling this story that when he first moved here, everyone, including Calvin, made fun of him for having asthma. And in the second grade, he had this, like, dangerous, almost fatal asthma attack because he forgot his inhaler that day. So he says, all the kids... And the teachers did nothing but stare at him. They were like, oh, like, we called 911, but no one was like, like, teachers, like, have to have first aid training. Like, my mom was a preschool teacher, and, like, once a year she had to, like, get her first aid training recertified. All those teachers would, like, I would fire all those teachers for just, like, standing there and doing nothing. Yeah, and they probably have a school nurse. Like, they probably have a bunch of stuff that they could do, and they did nothing but just stand there. Yeah, and Fig Calvin. Yeah, Calvin, who's, like, the only fucking smart one, ran inside because he knew that the janitor also had asthma and asked to borrow his inhaler, essentially, like, saving Fig's life. This, like, other second grader. None of the adults. Yeah, and so... Like, it basically just, like, gave him time till the ambulance got there because Fig still had to go to the hospital, but Calvin visited him every day for two weeks, and he would come and read comic books to him. Which I also don't understand. Like, now Fig owes him a life of servitude? Well, also, like, Calvin didn't like him before, so just because he he saved his life, he's gonna, like, be his friend now? did the morally right thing to do, which no one else did. Like, this makes me so angry. Fig deserves better. Well, yeah, so they, they they have a friendship now, like, as he visits him in the hospital, and they, like, bond over Gotham, uh, Gotham Man, and, I don't know, that's that. And so, Emily's like, oh, so Calvin really does have a heart of gold beneath all of his, like, rough edges or whatever. Not really, because he making, he's making this kid who's unpopular and this kid that he bullied be his slave. Well, no, and, like, what I'm saying is, like, this is an awful message for kids. Like, if someone is mean to you and then is nice to you one time, even if it's, like, a big deal, that does not make them your friend. That does not mean that you, you owe them anything. Nice to them. Right. And if they are continually mean to you after the fact, <laughs> like, that's a bad friend. That's not a friend. Right. 
It, oh god, it doesn't make any fucking sense, but Cal, uh, Fig is just like, yeah, I just owe him a lot, and I'm grateful that he's my friend. But he's not even his friend, because he's a bad friend. Fig is probably like, I don't have any other friends, so this is all I got. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah, so, uh, later that day, Emily shows up at Calvin's house, and she's like, oh, I'm here for, like, the follow-up interview, but Calvin is acting like it's a date, and he has, like, plates set up, and it has Tycho bring in pizza for them that apparently Tycho didn't eat. Like, he carries it in his mouth, but does not eat the pizza. Seems fake. He can, he cannot do an agility course, but he can just carry a pizza in his mouth. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, they eat some food, and they're, like, talking about Tycho a little bit, but then they start, like, bonding, and they play video games later, and, and they talk about Emily comics. beats him in video games, and she reads comics. Emily's She's the perfect not, girl. Like, most girls. And so, um... At this point, Calvin's like, oh, hey, Emily, do you want to go to the spring dance with me? And Emily, like, makes fun of him for interviewing girls to, like, take to the spring (laughs) dance. But she's still like, yeah, I'll go with you. Um, And she's about to leave. But before she does, the TV is doing a report on the Top Dog finals. And so Calvin, like, gets up to try and turn off the TV. But Emily's like, no, like, leave it on. I want to see this. And so they're talking about Preston and Jacques. And then they're like, and this newcomer, Calvin and Tycho. And so Emily sees this and she is so pissed. She, like, runs out of the house. And so Calvin's like, wait, no, like, it's not what you think. And Emily's like... Okay, you lied to me. You literally, like, lied like to my face. he got this dog so he could enter it in the dog show. And Calvin, like, tries to convince her that he, like, did grow to love Tycho. And she's like, well, prove it by dropping out of the competition. And then she leaves. Uh, and as she's leaving, Fig skates up uh, to Calvin's house. And he's like, we got a problem. And he holds up this lost dog sign for Chester. And it's a picture of Tycho. So uh, Tycho, we learn, came from another home. He was lost. And they're offering a reward. Uh, Calvin tells Figs to take down all the flyers because he can't lose Tycho. And Figs like, we can't do that. Like, if you lost Tycho, you would want him back. Like, we can't just keep him. He belongs to a home and to a family, and, like, we can't do that. Um, and Calvin's like, just do it. But Fig, for the first time in his life, says no. He says, everybody always says you're selfish, and I never believed them until now. And then Fig leaves. Mm-hmm. So... Calvin decides to go with Tycho to... Well, mom and dad come home, and they've seen the posters, and they're like, Calvin, like, you know you need to do the right thing. Um, yeah, so then Calvin goes to address it. He goes to the address on yeah. the flyer uh, to return to return Tycho. Uh, a man opens the door, and even though he and his, like, wife, I guess, claim to be their owners... Neither the owners or Tycho seem very thrilled to see each Yeah, other. they're not excited. Tycho starts barking at them and obviously, like, does not want to go to this, like, these people's houses because they're strangers. But Calvin just tells him, like, uh... They like, try, they go to get the reward oh, yeah, money, yeah. but Calvin's like, nah, like, just take care of him. Uh, and he leaves so sad in the rain. Well, yeah, and he's like, Tycho, like, stay, whatever. And so, yeah, he's just, like, walking away in the way walking away in the rain and I almost started crying because he's so sad now and like Like, imagine your dog like imagine hold on imagine adopting a dog and then finding out that it was like somebody else's lost dog I literally thought about this feel like you have to return the dog that's so fucking sad because it's like somebody else's dog but it's your dog I literally thought about this I would cry for a million years (laughs) buddy I love you so much I don't want to leave you it's so sad. Literally, so. my my dog has some aggression issues, and my mom, like, briefly suggested, like, oh, like, if this continues, he can't stay or whatever. Like, just, like, saying, like, hypothetically, because we, we're working on it. We're working on it. <laughs> and even, like, just that suggestion, I started crying so hard. <laughs> yeah. Dogs are part of the family. 
So at home that night, Calvin is like finding it hard to sleep because Tycho wasn't there and he's sad. Uh, he's like sitting on his lawn the next day when Fig shows up and Fig's like, where's Tycho? And Calvin's like, I took him home. Uh, he's like, the finals are today, but like, that's his family. And Fig comforts him and he's like, you know, you did the right thing. So Fig gets up and goes to the shelter to yell at Emily <laughs> because Emily like got mad at, at uh, Calvin. And she's like, you know what? He gave the dog back because he loves this dog and he did the right thing. Like, no matter what you say, he didn't take the reward because he would just wanted Tycho to be in his rightful home. And Emily's like, what do you mean? Like, his family. And he's, and she should. So, uh, Fig shows Emily the flyer, and Emily's like, I took that picture whenever Tycho came to the shelter. And so they realized it was a fake. Yeah, he, she, like, shows Fig the original file on the computer. So they go to Calvin's house, and they, like, show him, and they tell him. And Emily has a bike, so Calvin and Fig are skating, and Emily's on her bike. And Calvin, like, he's immediately, like, it, was, it must have been Preston. And he realizes that the guy that they returned Tycho to was the... Uh, water fountain installer that we saw at the beginning of the movie and so like well we have to go get Tycho back there's not enough time to like call the police or anything um and so they go back to the house and they see Tycho like locked in the basement and they can hear uh the guy's like girlfriend or whatever yelling at him because she wants the dog gone um and so Calvin tells Fig to go distract them while he and Emily sneak inside to grab Tycho so, Fig goes to the front door, and he's initially like, hi, like, I'm here to sell magazines. And whenever they try to, like, brush him off, Fig fakes an asthma attack. Yeah. He just, like, gets on the floor, and they're like, is that the asthma? He's like, my oh, cousin my, had that. Is that the asthma? My, my cousin Denise had that. <laughs> oh, honey, hold on. Call, call the cops. Call the ambulance. I don't know why they have such thick well, country accents. Well, yeah, and the one, the dude was like, oh, should we just, like, leave him? And they're like, well, if he dies here, we could get in trouble. So, I guess we should try and help him. <laughs> I think they're, like, trying to make them out as, like, Hoosier people, but, like, Literally, these children skated to their house. They can't live that far away. Maybe they moved there recently. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so, Emily and Calvin are, like, sneaking to get Tycho, and as they, like, are leaving, uh, Fig sees this, so he just, like, gets up, and he's like, okay, I'm fine now, bye. It's like, thanks. Uh, yeah, so Tycho and Calvin are reunited, and Emily is just, like, has a change of heart, and she's like, you guys have to compete in the dog show to stick it to Preston. Yeah, see, okay. Like she doesn't care anymore. If the thing was, like, if he was allowed to enter as not a purebred, and he was, like, allowed to, like, beat all the purebreds, I would totally be for that. But they're not acting like that's not an issue. Yeah. So, <laughs> Emily's just like, okay, go enter the show. So, everyone gets in the minivan, uh, including mom and dad, and goes to the dog show. Uh, at the show, we see Preston and Jacques perform perfectly, uh, complete all the obstacles, um, the basketball team is watching from the crowd because they're, you know, Tycho's number one fans now. Mm -hmm. After Preston's routine, the judges score him a 98 out of 100. Uh, the announcer begins to call for Calvin and Tycho, and there's no answer. Um, but as they're, like, still calling, the van arrives, and, um, Emily is like, Calvin, like, what are you gonna do for, like, your routine? You haven't practiced. And Calvin, like, pulls up his skateboard. He's like, I think we got something. So the van arrives, and Tycho pulls Calvin, like, in the arena, like, through the halls, and they end up entering the competition with Calvin jumping on a skateboard through this banner um, as Tycho just, like, runs beside him. Yeah, so they get there in time to be able to perform. Uh, Preston goes up to them and tells them that it'll be impossible to beat a 98, but Calvin, again, is like, expect the impossible, blah, 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 so... Uh, yeah. Yeah, so the first op- like, half of this competition, Calvin is the one doing the obstacles. And that's as fine. Tycho, 
runs along beside him. Yeah. So, like, Calvin on his skateboard, like, again, he's on the leash, which doesn't make any sense. Cal- Tycho is, like, sort of, like, pulling him. Calvin starts going, like, in between the poles on his skateboard, and then they both, like, jump over the poles and, like, go through the tunnels. The crowd, like, starts to, is, like, going wild for them. And then, like, only, t- only Calvin is, uh, like, going, like, over these, like, ramps and stuff. Um, Preston, like, sees this and gets angry, so he takes a sledgehammer and goes, like, inside a ramp to, like, knock down, uh, the, like, support. Um, Calvin, like, glides over the water as Tycho runs alongside, alongside him. Tycho's literally not doing anything. Yeah. I don't understand. So we get up to the final ramp, and as, like, Calvin's going up it, it falls apart. Preston is still clearly inside. I don't know how he wasn't, like, severely injured. Yeah, so it falls apart because Preston did that. So Calvin lands on top of the judge's table, uh, but Tycho catches his board, and uh, the judges start, like, deliberating. One of them says Preston obviously sabotaged him, and so they announce that Calvin and Tycho get a 99. It doesn't, like... Jacques definitely did so much. Like, Jacques did all the performances and, like, obstacles. Tycho didn't do anything. Calvin, this is a dog show. This is, You're not competing. Well, I don't understand. Well, okay, whenever Fig explained it, he did say that it's about the owner and the dog competing and entertaining the judges and, like, you can do whatever. But if they can do whatever, there wouldn't have been, like, an obstacle course. So it doesn't really make sense. I don't know. Like, Calvin Pre- and Tycho win. Preston had, like, flying discs that he, like, sh- served to Jacques. But, like... <laughs> Jacques was the one catching them and stuff. It they doesn't win. make any sense. It they doesn't win. make any sense. And Tycho ends up breaking Calvin's skateboard because, like, haha, that's funny. He's so strong. Everyone cheers and they start asking questions about, like, what's he, what is he going to do with the money? And so... Well, there's, like, interviewers in the crowd and Calvin calls on one and it's Emily and she says, what are you going to do with the prize money? And so we turned out that Calvin donated the $5,000 to expand and rename the animal shelter in honor of the Gotham Man creator. Now, okay, I have worked for nonprofits. <laughs> this must be like a really poor ass shelter because five thousand dollars is not enough for that. Well, it looked like it was a fundraiser to me. Like they had put all this stuff up to like. Well, that makes more sense. Make it was money. Just to, like put on this event. <laughs> yeah. But in order to rename the whole shelter in honor of the creator of Gotham Man, that's I, a lot. I don't know. Um, yeah, so at this, like, fundraiser or whatever, there's, like, they see it's everything. Then there's an adoption event. Yeah, and Fig so... begins to bond with this tiny rat. Well, yeah, there's a chihuahua that starts barking, and they're like, oh, we need to work on socializing him, and they call him Rufus, and Emily's like, oh, what did I tell you about naming the dogs? But mm. Fig goes in there, and the dog immediately likes him, and he's like, I think this dog meets the seven-pound weight limit. Like, I could adopt this dog. And then they're like, oh, look, like, you and Tyke are gonna have some competition, and and then the Chihuahua just, like, randomly knows how to spin around without being trained. And they're like, oh, no. Blah. Yeah, so Calvin is like, hey, maybe we could do a tag team dog show. Or I could be your manager. Ah. And then the movie ends. The movie ends with a close-up of Tycho. And that's the end. But at the end, <laughs> Kyle Massey has this song. I remember this song. Yeah, so do I. I don't know if they played it, but I remember no, it. No, yeah, they played it, like, the like music video or whatever. Because I remember just, like, it's a dog, dog, dog. Well, he said he don't sit in the window because he's not for sale. I'm kind of sure he likes... Oh, no, I don't... I can't read this anymore. I don't know what the lyrics are. I don't know. I wrote it down because it was funny, but I can't read my own handwriting, so. I just remember the part that's like, Lordy, what's that smell? It's a dog. <laughs> yeah. 
But that that's it. We had an original song for this movie. It was pretty good. It's better than the movie, probably. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. Um, in terms of this movie, I don't give a shit about Calvin. I only want to see Tycho. Tycho's the only thing that matters. Um, I just think it's fucked up that, like, he is such a bad friend and he's so mean to everyone the entire movie, but because he learned how to love a dog, which is so easy, <laughs> right. we should, like, care about him because he did the right thing once. We should just immediately forgive him and not think about how he treated that boy, his friend, like shit the, in- the entire time. Yeah. Did, did he stop, like, taking shortcuts? Is he gonna, like, do his chores from now on now that he's not trying to hide the fact that he has a dog? Probably not. I don't know. Because <laughs> the only reason he was doing those chores is to prevent his parents from finding out. Well, but he did, like, start doing chores after he had the dog to, like, show responsibility, I guess. Only chores for the dog. <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah. That, that's the end. My favorite quote was the one I said earlier about, like, uh, if I ever decide to give a flying whoop, because that's Disney writing. Yeah. Amazing. You can't say flying fucks. No. <laughs> How did you rate and rank this? I gave this a 1.5 out of 5, which is much higher than either of the dog decoms we've had before. I put this at number 61, uh, below Paper Brigade and above Genius. So out of 67, this is 61. Pretty good for a dog decom. I gave this a 2 out of 5. I would have given this less, but Tycho was so cute. (laughs) I gave it, like, an extra half point just for the dog. (laughs) Uh, And I put it at number 54, below Under Wraps and above The Other Me. Yeah, so that is that one. But next week, we have another cartoon decom. We have The Proud Family movie. Oh my movie. god, I'm so excited. The Proud Family is so good. I started rewatching it on Disney Plus like a couple months ago. I didn't like finish it or anything, but it's so nice to put on and it's very fun. So look forward to that one. It's going to be a good one. Much Can't better wait. than this one. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Bye.